Max, I would like to see Burgess Meredith from uh, Rocky Three as Mick. <laughs> no, as Emmett. I want to say something before you say a word. I am make. I have made a commitment today, a full commitment today, to have a little fun. Okay. To get a little weird. You take the cake yeah. when it comes to these. Like you'll you'll do. I mean, I still go back to when you had uh, Weird Al Yankovic and something. <laughs> and I today I'm gonna get weird. I'm gonna have a little. It's Roadhouse. If you can't have fun with Roadhouse, what are we doing? Shouldn't he be more fun and serene? No, it seems calm. No, think about it. Mick is fun and serene. Is he? Yeah. <laughs> you got a crap roundhouse kicks. <laughs> Dalton. Dalton, you gotta, you gotta, the only way you're gonna beat this Wesley guys, you gotta eat thunder and crap lightning, Dalton. <laughs> Come on. It's perfect. Very strange. All right. That's my pick. Welcome to Buzz in the Tower, a podcast dedicated to the movies of the 1980s. Prepare to be stuffed in our DeLorean and taken on a trip through the best decade of film ever. Hey, Mo, we better back up. We don't have enough road to get up to 88. Roads? Where we're going, we don't need roads. So if you love Caddyshack, The Goonies, Aliens, Weird Science, Spies Like Us, The Great Outdoors, Empire Strikes Back, The Great Muppet Caper, Pretty in Pink, Predator, Rocky IV, Roadhouse, Say Anything, Real Genius, Short Circuit, Some Kind of Wonderful, Beverly Hills Cop, Akira, Tango and Cash, The Breakfast Club, and They Live, just to name a few, then sit back, relax, and get ready to be entertained. Because we came here to chew bubblegum and podcast about 80s movies, and we're all out of bubblegum. If you haven't already, subscribe to Buzz in the Tower on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever your favorite podcast platform is. And while you're there, leave a review and a five-star rating. It's a moral imperative! You can also find us on TikTok, Instagram, and all social media platforms by searching the tag at Buzz in the Tower. That's B-U-Z-Z-N, The Tower. Also, check out our website, buzzinthetower.com, and grab some officially licensed gear. It's so choice. If you have the means, I highly recommend picking some up. Now, if you want to get nuts, let's get nuts. Head on over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash buzzinthetower. With memberships as low as $3 a month, you can have access to tons of extra content, and a portion of all proceeds go directly to Save Ferris. Dakoshane, darling, Dakoshane. Buzz in the Tower is brought to you by Sonic Loans. You can find them at sonicloans.com. Max, I'd like to think that Dalton and Doc got married and started a family shortly after what I call the Roadhouse Massacre. Yeah, some little Tai Chi kids, you know, outside near the lake. But here's the problem. When your income is mostly cash. 5000 up front, 500 a night. Right. Then you really got to have the best in your corner. And that's where Sonic Loan comes into play. When it comes to getting the best rate and working with a true partner, look no further than our friends at Sonic Loan. Even if you're not Dalton and Doc, you're going to have the best experience possible and you're going to be put into the right loan, right refi. They're the group to go to. When you reach out to them, tell them the Buzz in the Tower sent you. You don't have to mention Roadhouse. Roadhouse special. Feel free to if you want to. And uh, they will definitely take care of all of your loan needs. NMLS number 1955855. Not available in all states. Not a commitment to lend. Additional requirements apply. Visit sonicloans.com or call 313-488-4888 for more information. Buzz in the Tower is also brought to you by Bolton Legal Group. You can find them at boltonlegalgroup.com. Max, sticking with the theme of 
Roadhouse. Is there a Brad Wesley in your life? Is anybody extorting you currently? Is there a murderous guy who controls a town? No. No. Good. I ask because if they had just gone to Bolton Legal Group, they wouldn't have had to have staged a coup and brought out all the shotguns and shot everyone. Bolton Legal <laughs> Group, they're fierce. They're not throat rip fierce, mm. but they will take care of your needs, whether it's business law, whether it's real estate law, whatever element of legal support you need, they are the group to go to. Aggressive and efficient. For a consultation, reach out to Bolton Legal Group at 248-595-0001. Tell them that Buzz in the Tower sent you. And if you've got a Wesley in your life and you need him to be taken out back and dumped in the water... <laughs> That's, I'm sure Bolton Legal Group is going to love this. They won't kill anyone for you, except metaphorically in the courtroom. Yeah. Today's episode, Recasting Roadhouse. In 1989, director Rowdy Harrington, no, really, his first name was Rowdy, put together a little flick by the name of Roadhouse. The story was simple enough. A quaint watering hole called the Double Deuce needed a cooler, a local doctor needed a lover, and a small town needed a hero. Roadhouse won 18 Oscars, and a copy of it is preserved both in the Library of Congress and the Smithsonian Institution. But even if that weren't true, which it certainly is, Roadhouse exists as a reminder of what the 80s were all about. Today on Buzz in the Tower, we tempt fate once again by having the audacity to recast Roadhouse, only using actors and actresses from the 1980s. I'm Mo Shapiro, and joining me as always, the Miho to my Wade Garrett, Max Sanders. And with that... All you have to do is follow three simple rules. One, never underestimate your opponent. Expect the unexpected. Two, take it outside. Never start anything inside the bar unless it's absolutely necessary. And three, be nice. I thought you'd be bigger. Oh, little Miho. <laughs> My little Miho. You know where the Miho comes from? I do. It's the combination of two words in Spanish that form out my son. No, Red Dawn. Ben Patrick Swayze. No, I have Vaya con Dios. I'm mixing it up. There it is. <laughs> and welcome to the show, Miho. Hello. <laughs> Max, what a great way to start. Are you going to put that part in? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're leaving that in for no. sure. That's what the people want. They want to see you. They want to see you struggle. Sploof. I don't think I, I got to give you credit. I genuinely don't think that people realize how rough your life can be sometimes. <laughs> Max walked in here like an 85 year old. He can barely walk. His back has been thrown out. The I threw some Capsiva on it. Though. The, yeah, that's better. great. That's great. We, we don't do Capsiva okay. ads anymore, but, but that's OK. Whatever. <laughs> still helps. It still helps. Bartending is no uh, easy job. Well, it's not for the faint of heart. It, I was putting the leashes on my dogs, and I was just like, oh, my lower back. But that strain is probably yeah. from the slinging, the drink slinging. I guess so. But I do get to do the thing. Remember Mr. Deeds when he slides down the banister, and he hurts his back, and he just screams, my back hurts, yes. and it echoes? Yes. I do that all the time in my house. Well, there you go. <laughs> to your dogs, because you live alone. Yeah. That's just you I, I talk to myself all the time. You don't? Roadhouse. Roadhouse. <laughs> this is what I would consider to be, as a movie... The most gourmet trash panda meal that you could have. Yes. The best good, bad movie of all time. It's rated that way. I think the Razzies, I'll get into this. Uh, I, oh, you, know, you know what we always do? What? We're so nervous about having continuity in the way we tell stories that at least Are we? at least 15 times an episode, yeah. you and I will say the words, we're going to get to that later. We do? Because we punt to get things uh, to other places. Well, you speed us through things. Well, I, I just want to well, you Because you're like, it's a walk through the park. What's the best part of Rick and Morty? It's, yeah, it's, it's so true. It's the, the aroma. You want to go, go by the river and you just want to see 
I want to go. You want to see Jimmy's body floating with no throat. Just saying, oh, my word. What a lovely day. <laughs> the doors. The doors commercial. Remember? Yeah. I have open doors. They don't go anywhere. Where do they go? And then they just follow him. Should on the we highway? just do a Rick and Morty podcast? That'd be awesome. There's I, a lot of 80s references. There's reference. a lot of references. Yeah. yeah. There are a ton. Um, all right, Maxwell. Welcome to the show. And the most important show in Buzz in the Tower history. I know. I, I Roadhouse is, I think I, I think I said this. I wish I had, you might know off the top of your head. We did an episode dedicated to Patrick Swayze. Yep. It's a great episode. I'd highly recommend if you're a Patrick Swayze fan, go back into our catalog and take a look at it. I made this comment when we got to Roadhouse. I lived my entire life thinking that no one had ever seen this movie except me. Yeah. Now, you're younger than I am, so you had this older generation to tell you, or you had the family, well, family the family guy, guy yeah. making a joke, and you're like, oh, what is this Roadhouse and all this <laughs> kicking that he's doing? I just grew up, like, one day I watched this, and I was like, this and Next of Kin are two movies where I just, I watched it. And I'm like, does anybody know about these movies except me? You're one for two. And then as I get older and I meet men in particular, but women too, but as I meet people, it's almost like an icebreaker. Hey, uh, the name's, <laughs> the name's Mo Shapiro. The name's Don. Have, have you seen Roadhouse? Or I make a Roadhouse quote and someone's yeah. like, yeah. Pain. What's the pain? Pain don't hurt. Pain don't hurt. Wow. I'm. It doesn't. It doesn't. No. This movie's great. We're recasting it. Before we do any of that, a few reminders to our faithful, wonderful audience. First and foremost, if you're not checking us out on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook, at Buzz in the Tower on all social media platforms, go visit us, like us, follow us, share the love. Yeah. You want to see Jimmy at age 72 still handling a pool cue? That's on TikTok. Max has got that. Max is your guy. <laughs> we can't post anything from Roadhouse on TikTok without someone flagging it for it's violence, true. which is so dumb. <laughs> you literally could show like the most benign scene. You call me. You're like, hey, can we, have we done an appeal yet? Yeah. Are you freaking it's out? Incre this is incredible. <laughs> uh, the sensitivity, whatever. This is unbelievable. Uh, additionally, if you can, if obviously, if you're listening to the podcast, you're either on our website, www.buzzinthetower.com, where you can pick up officially licensed swag. So please grab some of that. It's so comfy. It is. It's gorgeous material. Well, you were weird about the material. I was. Yeah. Well, I, you were right. I, only the best. Yeah, you I right. only deliver the best. Yeah. You're either listening there or you're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Google Amazon Podcasts, Music. Amazon Music. However you're listening to us, make sure you're subscribed. And if you have the opportunity to leave five stars or leave a review, that really helps us out a lot. It helps us sleep at night. Max lays awake for hours wondering and worried that people don't love him. And this is how he gets to sleep. No, it's more you'll yell at me <laughs> if we don't get those reviews. <laughs> Make me sound like such a monster. Uh, I'm your Wesley, aren't I? Yes. Uh, no. Wait, who say, would I be? Dalton? I want someone to apologize. <laughs> Who's going to apologize? Sorry, sorry, boss. I don't believe you're, I, I, don't, I, believe. I don't believe you're apology. You're Max. a leader. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good Lord. All right. So that's checked off the list. Now, I will hop over briefly to one of my favorite segments of the show, my new and one of my favorites. Max, we've got a little thing called a Patreon, and every week more and more people are subscribing to it. They're helping the cause, and I want to give a shout out to our co-pilots. So let's, uh, I got a bunch waiting for permission to buzz the tower. Sorry, Goose, but it's time to buzz the tower. Feel the need, the need for patrons. 
Is that a thing? Is, is that what we're doing now? Nope. Oh. Every week it's a new thing. Okay. Next. I got a new group of people that I got to welcome as our co-pilots. I'm trying to spice it up. I want to make sure we're excited. Are you excited? I'm very excited. I'm very excited. Max, I want to welcome these fine, fine athletes. That's are what they? they are. They're athletes. They're, they're fighter jet pilot. D1 babies? Absolutely. Let's start off with our gooses. We've got Drew Brown, Pat Nolan, Mary Francis Bertolino, Kyle Roth, Robin Brock, Marcus Naramore, Isaiah Wartell, Megan Beelan, and Adrian Dundon. Welcome, Gooses. Anything to add, Max? You're doing great. I, Hold down the fort, Max. Hold no, down. No, Go into no. ice. Go into the ice. You talk so much. I do. That's what I get paid the big bucks for. Alan Laws, Dustin Wilds, Ryan Lavender, Steve Jonas, Iceman, welcome, and and a very special Maverick. I mean, all the Mavericks are special, but this guy, <laughs> this is as old school as it gets. Graham Elliott, celebrity chef, our first guest on Buzz in the Tower. Welcome, my friend. He's so knowledgeable. He is. And as always, Max, I will sign off by saying patreon.com slash buzz in the tower. Feel free to drop on by. Lend your support to this movement, this 80s movement that we're doing. <laughs> and uh, Start a revolution. And a genuine and big thank you. Hey, Tony. Thanks. Uh, Saunders. Thanks. Matt Mardigan. What? Thanks. Todd. Thanks. Ren. Thank you for, uh, thank you. So for those of you who are new to the show, when we do a recasting episode, I think that this always confuses a handful of people because you'll post that we're doing a recast. And we'll I, think have, it, I think it confuses one person and you freak out. No, it's not true. <laughs> There's a couple people that always be like, oh, you can't recast. I'm like, no, no, we're not even recasting it with actors today. We're we recasting it with the 80s. Money yeah. And we're making Roadhouse 3. It's un- oh, yeah, Thank God you said 3 because there was a garbage Roadhouse 2. Did you see it? Wasn't Ronda Rousey in it or am I wrong? Or is that what they're doing? The, yeah, no, I don't no. even know. She they're, wasn't like alive then. Uh, I don't even know. <laughs> She's five. She's alive. She's five. All right, all right. Or ten. Uh, there has been talk about remaking this Child movie. Child Roadhouse. Right. <laughs> that would be awesome. That would not be awesome. That the sounds terrible. kindergarten playground. That's like we'll kindergarten fight club. That sounds terrible. Sounds great to me. Oh, Max. Green light. I'd be the worst Netflix executive ever. 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 <laughs> Please don't put these ideas out there. Awesome O for that. <laughs> You're too, you're too riled up. I'm going to have to sedate This you. is Roadhouse. This is Roadhouse Day. Our recasting has a couple simple principles behind it. We select an 80s actor or actress. And when I say 80s, obviously, they could also be acting in the 90s, 2000, and currently. But we're picking the role for them to play based on their catalog in the 80s. When we select that actor or actress, we reference the one movie that in our mind is like, this is why. Yeah. This is why I would pick this person because of their performance in blank movie. And we don't recast every single character in Roadhouse, but you and I picked like the ones that we felt were most important. It's like 13. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, 14, I think. Oh, nice. Yeah, I think it's 14. More. I mean, More. Uh, you would do 100. You'd recast, you'd be like, <laughs> the woman with the flowers. <laughs> Other than that, I think the only rule we have is once you use a movie, you can't use it again. Meaning, if you want to cast Leah Thompson from Howard the Duck in any part of this movie, you cannot use Tim Robbins from Howard the Duck Man, in this movie either. You're killing me. I know. Other than that, I think we can hop into what I would argue is your favorite part of every episode. Facts. Uh, my, well, not facts. No. For, first, for the 0.002% of wretched monsters out there that have never seen Roadhouse, you got to tell them what this movie's about. 1989 Roadhouse, directed by Rowdy Harrington. And like I said in the beginning, that's actually his name, Rowdy, Rowdy Harrington. Rowdy also directed Gladiator. Have so you ever good. seen that movie Brian with Matt Dennehy, Damon? The, the, Matt Damon? Yeah. It's in a Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I was thinking of a totally different movie. Thank you. 
You're right. Cuba Gooding Jr. You're good. You're it's good. The forehead punch. Thank you. You're like, right. Break your knuckles nope. on his forehead. I'm not going to even take this one out. I'll, I'll take my punches. I'm thinking it was Matt Damon for a hot minute. Uh, wow. That's incredible. Yeah. About an underground boxing ring. Uh, and then I don't know that you've seen Just this movie. Ring. I love this movie. Striking Distance. I haven't seen it. Oh, Sarah Jessica Parker. Nice. Yeah. And uh, Bruce Willis. Sweet. And he's a cop and he turns on another cop. So he's disbarred as being a cop and made to be like a water cop <laughs> he's got like a boat it, the whole thing is it's it's really good it's awesome. worth a walk yeah. yeah you'd like it you'd like it uh written by r lance hill and hillary kenkin um hill did out for justice with steven seagal oh cool and uh kenkin did wag the dog that's so random they did other stuff but like none that i think that's very polar particularly yeah. excited about right patrick swayze is dalton sam elliott is wade garrett Kelly Lynch as Dr. Elizabeth Clay, uh, Ben Gazzara as Brad Wesley, Marshall Teague as Jimmy, Julie Michaels as Denise, Red West as Red Webster. I love when they get a little bit lazy with characters <laughs> and like, yep, yeah, Red, Red, whatever. It's cool. Uh, Sunshine Parker is Emmett. Jeff Healy is Cody. Devin Teague as Frank Tillman. Kathleen Will Hoyt as Carrie, John Doe, that's his actual name, as Pat McGurn, and Travis McKenna as Jack. Again, I gave you a lot of people. We'll talk about who they are when we get into the movie. I didn't give you every actor and actress, but I gave you most of them. Max, the double deuce is the meanest, loudest, and rowdiest bar south of the Mason-Dixon line. Did yeah. you know that? Jasper, Missouri. <laughs> Just you are correct. And Dalton, played by Patrick Swayze, has been hired to clean it up. He might not look like much, but the PhD educated bouncer proves he's more than capable, busting the heads of troublemakers and turning the roadhouse into a jumping hotspot. Do you know what he has his PhD in? Philosophy Attic from NYU. NYU. Good looks this this guy. Yeah. I love it. They drive the Mercedes. There you go. It's like, like, just like someone else I know. I drive a BMW. Yeah, same thing. I don't, I don't want people to know that. <laughs> Because you're a four-truck man. Fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's all you drive. You don't got no boundaries. You don't compromise. But Dalton's romance with the gorgeous Dr. Clay, played by Kelly Lynch, puts him on the bad side of the cutthroat local big shot, Brad Wesley, played by Ben Gazzara. So insane. This movie is absolutely, unrelentingly outrageous. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's like cops don't exist. It's not even just cops. <laughs> the movie itself goes from at least, I would say, half to two-thirds of the movie is like reasonable fighting some knife play yeah. to like massacre. Yeah. Like end of the movie, massacre. <laughs> Everybody has a gun. Everybody's shot. Everybody, there's explosions. Throat, there's throat ripping. There's murder. There's a lot going on in this when movie. When Red's place explodes, you're kind of like, there could be anything. Right. So the whole the whole idea behind this movie, which Shoe is- knives. I, did, I, did you know the, the term cooler prior to this? Because no. I, I didn't know the term cooler prior to this. I've been in bars for 15 years. No one's referred to themselves or anyone else as a cooler. It's not a thing. I Max and I obviously have a unique background here. We both have bartended and been bouncers, not coolers. I've never been a cooler, but no. I've been a bouncer. I'm a heater. You are. You're the absolute <laughs> furthest thing yeah. from Dalton and Wade Garrett. Is I what crawl you into are. a ball and start crying. Yes. Hopefully everyone feels bad. You're a bartender. Although, do you know what the best move is to end a fight? You get the DJ on board to see a fight. And they play Shania Twain's Feel Like a Woman because it's hard to fight during that song. That sounds, I don't even know how to respond to that. What? I, that sounds untested, illogical. No, we do it. You really do that. Yeah. When there's a fight that and lasts that works. 30 seconds. So everybody starts laughing. A little behind the scenes fact that people don't know. You know, I'm surprised it hasn't come up already. When Max and I used to bartend with each other and I had already kind of entered into my professional field of choice. So when I was bartending, I just, I had an itch that needed to be scratched every once in a while. You're like Russell Crowe on South Park. With yeah. Tucker. Tucker. yeah. Yeah. So I would see, <laughs> I, like world. if a fight broke out, it wasn't really the role of bartenders to be involved. The bouncers would deal with it. But if I saw a fight, 
What would I do, Max? Jump the bar. <laughs> I jump the bar. Every time. I jump the bar a lot. You usually make things worse. I made things a lot worse. And uh, I don't know why. Like, I'm not a particularly tough person, but I really did enjoy, like... You're a meathead. I am a meathead. All right. Well, anyways, in this movie, you're introduced immediately to this bravado of Dalton, which is Patrick the calm, Swayze. cool. Just, just in, in control, in control. few words. Yeah. And fight breaks out. He steps in. And what I love about this, we talked about Big Trouble in Little China. Uh, I don't know if it was one or two episodes ago. I'm losing track of everything. It's two episodes ago. We talked about Big Trouble in Little China. And how one of the things we loved about that movie is that everyone in the movie seemed to know what was going on. Yeah. Like, like it was made so much smaller, right? Like, oh yeah, Lopan. I know Lopan. I know David Lopan. In this movie, everybody knows the name Dalton. Everybody knows like what's happening. Everybody knows the name Wade Garrett. Everybody, I don't know, I don't know bouncers from the town over. I don't know. You don't even know half the bouncers that work at yeah. the bar whose name we never saved that keeps the score. We yeah. don't even, we don't even, you don't even know everybody that works there. In the beginning of this movie, you essentially have a functioning, working, it's called the bandstand. Is that yeah. what it was? Yeah, the bandstand. It's a bar. It's healthy. Everything's fine. There's Ferraris outside. There are Ferraris. And everybody's spending money, plastic gold. <laughs> I bet <laughs> you love that scene. They do. People throw $100 bills. As this, <laughs> plastic gold. Thank you for that. I, I knew you'd love that. As this is all taking place, we're introduced to the owner of another bar called the Double Deuce. Tillman. Tillman. Tillman shows up and says, listen, I've just come in some money. I want to clean up this bar and I need the best of the best. Come to a little bit of money. Yeah, a little bit. It seems like he's coming to quite a bit of money from <laughs> I what know. he's spending. Should he just retire? Yeah. So Max, what are they? what's the offer to pay Dalton? 5000 up front, 500 a night. He pays all medical expenses. Yeah. I love that. And he won't fly. It's too dangerous. What is that? I don't know. It's the 80s. It's very A-team. It's very uh, B.A. Baracus. He wouldn't fly either. So he takes the job. A quick shout out as he's leaving. He drives a beater. And the reason he drives a beater is because everybody hates him and they slash his tires and beat up his car. I love that they don't even say that, but you have to figure it out later. Yeah, it's pretty easy to figure out. Even when he just drops his one car off. So he goes to the garage. He throws the keys to his kind of piece of crap to some guy sitting outside of the garage. And do you know who that guy is, Max? Chino Fats Williams. And Max, he's been in quite a few of our what a name too right, it's a great name so he was in weird science yep the terminator then the terminator oh, well so go ahead no sorry no, no wait, you're excited no. he was in weird science when they went to the bar and he had his stogie and he's like oh tell me about that girl yeah. he's got the most distinguishable voice the terminator he's mm-hmm. a truck driver absolutely what else rocky three yeah derelict the- <laughs> what I don't think you're just funny. Yes. You get so excited. Um, he was also, you don't see him, but in planes, trains, and automobiles, when he is getting that like shuttle bus to go from the parking lot, I believe it's his voice in the bus, correct? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, what else? There's something. Oh, Action Jackson. Yeah, I was gonna he's say. the boxer, right? He is. Yeah. yeah. And he's in Hot to Trot. Oh, that's right. He's God. a messenger. Is he everyone is. in Hot to Trot? Everybody's in Hot to Trot. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about Hot to Trot someday. Will we? I really hope not. I hope not. Dude, he's an Iron Eagle, too. A Slappy. I did not know that. And he's also in Wild. Cats. <laughs> oh, I did know Wildcats. Yes. What is going on? He's in everything. He just keeps going. So Dalton flips him his keys, hops in his car, puts in a tape. Is he playing his song? Because I know uh, he does have a song on this track. It's a gnarly 80s song. Yeah. So I, I, I guess Swayze at this point in his career was like, I'll do any movie, <laughs> but you have to put one of my songs in the movie. And you're the garage from 48 hours. I did know that. that yeah. yeah. Well, we're, well, easy. We'll get the facts. I know you got them. Let, what else uh, are we going to talk about the garage? Uh, that's true. So he <laughs> takes off and goes to the double deuce, which is an absolute dump. Yep. When he walks into the double deuce, he learns that everything from drug dealing is going on to overzealous from the till. overzealous bouncers like Mo that jump the bar and are, are fighting Starry more than fights. they have to. Yeah. yeah. He checks everything out, takes the job, starts. I'm, I'm going to give you the quick version because really today is not a recap of this movie. It's a we'll recasting. Do that we'll have another episode to do that. Takes the job, decides he's going to clean things up, 
some famous scenes, right? Gives his rules. We played the audio at the beginning. Yeah. He gives everybody the three rules. One of his bouncers is making love to an underage woman in a closet. Why he gets fired. I just think that scene's funny <laughs> because this is one of those movies you watch on TV all the time and you forget that that scene's in there because it's not on the cut for TV. And then you rewatch it and you're like, oh yeah, that happened. You're going to be my Saturday regular. <laughs> he, there's a lot of knife play. A lot of knife play. A lot in this of knife movie. in the shoe. Yeah. A lot of shoe knife, boot knife. <laughs> Stabbing pocket knife glass. So he gets he gets slashed, goes to the hospital. Uh, Actually, I should back up for a second, because before that even happens, obviously, you move to a new town. You got to find a place to live. So he meets a nice old man by the name of Emmett, who's got a barn and he's renting the top room of that barn. No AC works. Yeah, no, it's, it's a good deal. 100 bucks a month. Across the pond from where they are lives a local hotshot, uh, Brad Wesley. That is just lazy writing. It's very lazy. <laughs> He's literally right across. Who drives a helicopter and upsets Emmett's horses. Yeah. But before he gets cut, his car gets the typical tire slash business. So he rents his place. He's working on the staff. He's starting to move things forward. And of course, his his new purchased car gets a little bit of damage done. So the 65 slash, Buick Rivera with a clamshell. Slash tires, broken antenna. And the next morning, there is a auto parts store that is shares the same parking lot as the Double Deuce. Again, very lazy <laughs> writing. And he meets Red. And Red's just kind of this, you know, old timer, you know. Uh, Never marry an ugly woman. Yeah, he's got, got good advice. <laughs> and so he gets, uh, starts a tab, you know, for getting more tires and other kind of stuff because he obviously is going to have his car destroyed every night. Go back to the double deuce. Dalton takes a knife to the shoulder, goes to the hospital. To the ribs, bro. Yeah. Oh, you're right. The yeah. shoulder one he did, is he fixed himself from the first bar. Yeah. He brings his own briefcase with him with his own medical stuff in it. Of course. Of course, because when you're a cooler like he is, <laughs> that's what you do. And that's where you see the intense flirtation between him and Doc start. He it's the beautiful Dr. Elizabeth at the at this place, who you later find out is Red's daughter, of course, lazy writing again. And I feel like we're knocking this movie, but I don't want to knock it too much. I happen to love it. So as the movie progresses, not only is Dalton fighting against the natural element of the double deuce, but we later find out that Brad Wesley runs a scam on the entire town. One of the people that Dalton has to fire turns out to be the nephew of Wesley. So that incites a little bit of anger. Nepotism. Yeah, big time. Then in addition to that, we find out that Wesley at one time was romantically involved with Doc, so he's upset about that as well. So this clash of titans between Dalton and Wesley culminates in Wesley's <laughs> hired ninja um, <laughs> with Jimmy, who is uh, has one of the best lines that I can't say on our show ever. I used to do something to I used you to like cuddle with guys like prison and you, like prison and you. <laughs> I used to prison cuddle with guys. Oh, the first like one. you. I used to cuddle with guys like prison and you. That's amazing, man. <laughs> I want a t-shirt that says that. <laughs> okay. All right, I'm done. I'm done. We're good on the recap. That's the movie. There's nothing fancy to this movie, right? Throat rips. It's just throat rips and, <laughs> and love and, and cuddles. Small towns. Small t- facts go to facts while I collect myself. Facts. What do you got? Cost 17 million, made 30 million. It said a bomb. That's not the, that's not a bomb, really. No, but the cult following of this movie has far surpassed what the box office was. Yeah, yeah. So Swayze trained with kickboxing champ Benny Urduquez. Sure, yeah. that's pretty close. Yeah, <laughs> who, who said who said that he was so good that he could have been a kickboxer yeah. if he wanted to? He's, yeah, him when him and Jimmy fight, there's no joke. Yeah, I mean, he's got good legs. He got good kicking. Oh, uh, here comes the weird. I knew well, we would get there essentially. Do you know there's an off? Eventually, bo- <laughs> essentially, whatever. <laughs> you know there's an off. I want to bro- cuddle inside <laughs> you. <laughs> God. Okay. Uh, there's an off Broadway play that was made of Roadhouse and. 2003. This is by far and away one of my two favorite facts, <laughs> what you're about to read right now. I, I hope you have the fact that I have because this is incredible. So 
Tamek from The Last Dragon was in a blonde mullet wig and played the lead role. No, no, you're you're not even doing this the best way. Oh, what the, is it called? The, the name <laughs> of the play. I want to read the name of the play. Roadhouse colon the stage version of the cinematic classic that starred Patrick Swayze, comma, except this one stars Tamek from the 80s cult classic, quote, The Last Dragon, end quote, wearing a blonde mullet wig. That is the name of the actual play. Give take all my money. Just take it now. <laughs> and they got the guy from the last dragon. Yeah, of course. Did. It. That's incredible. Well, he's not done anything since. Well, you know. You are the last dragon. <laughs> so lots of names. It's quiet. I'm sorry. <laughs> lots of names in this movie were based on Wild West personalities. Like Pat Garrett for, you know, Garrett. Yep. Shot Billy the Kid. John Wesley Harden. Wesley, cold-blooded killer in the West. Doc Holliday, Emmett Dalton, led the Dalton gang, and Tillman was named after a lawman, Bill Tillman. Yep. That's pretty cool. That is very cool. Yeah. Annette Benning was originally Doc, but she was fired because there's no chemistry between her and Swayze. Yeah. I don't know. The Grifters movie. I could see her doing it. Hmm, that's, that's 90. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I thought Lynch can't be Lynch. Well, I mean, this we're recasting, so I thought it was worth saying that. She's not a great actress. Patrick Swayze's attractiveness became a distraction on set. They were like pickup truck loads of single women that would like drive by and try to like attack his camper. There it's is like magic a, Mike. I just feel like I'm sweating. There was an extra on when they were shooting on the, on the pond or that called the pond, the river, whatever that spilt like all of her drinks because she was just staring at Patrick Swayze. <laughs> well, he says the hair from this movie was the bane of his existence. He hated it. Everybody else loved it. He like, hated it. I mean, serious. That's the greatest hair of the eighties. Yeah, I, mean, I enjoyed a good mullet mullet moulet. <laughs> It's the best. Uh, Swayze's knee was so jacked up that when he was done with his five-day shooting of the fight scene, that they drained two and a half ounces of fluid out of it. Is that a lot? That's a lot. Okay. That's a lot of fluid. He didn't do Predator 2 because he was so hurt from this movie. Which that fact is straight fire. Yeah. I can't believe he would have been, a, and I love Danny Glover in Predator 2, but oh my God. Can yeah. you imagine Swayze he in, in Predator it. 2? Yeah. He would have been great. And speaking of Predator, the knife in this film was made by Jack Crane, who also made blades for Predator. Which I'm Hard. sorry, which knife? Because there are literally 15 knives in this film i'm guessing well i think he made the knives as a whole all of them? okay but i right. think the main one is the one where wade gets killed gotcha and he uses it to start the car and then he kills god pat mcgurn yep or well, john doe john doe yeah way yeah. up there yeah there's he a lot a lot of killing. Yeah, yeah. all the actors did their own stunts which if you listen to interviews with uh sam, sam elliott he's yeah. very proud of the sequel really did well <laughs> Did it really? No. Okay. It's Roadhouse so. 2, Last Call. I figured, but I couldn't believe that. <laughs> the lead character's right. named Nate Tanner. Let me get to one of my favorite facts, which you and I have said uh, at least on six other episodes, but I, I still love saying it. Whenever Bill, Joel, Brian Doyle, and or John Murray, the Murray brothers, see Roadhouse on TV, they call screenwriter Mitch Glazer to tell him that his wife is having sex with Patrick Swayze. <laughs> And this is to me is great. And I, this is, I think this started when they were working, when Murray was working with him on Scrooge, but oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's been ever since then, which I think is incredible. Body count eight, 50 stuntmen used. The NYP used the scene that we played at the beginning about the rules of engagement. Yeah. They use it as a training video because they found that recruits were falling asleep during the one <laughs> that they had. So they use that instead. And I love that Dalton doesn't hit anyone until 26 minutes in. You got to wait for it. Isn't that cool? I, it is very cool. He, Go he got a Guinness book of world records for most pleats in his pants. I thought that was pretty neat. Most pleats. It's like 17 pleats. The song Cliff's Edge is the one that he forced into this, which he which he sings. Here's a wild one. I think you've tried to find this and you can't. The three hour, 20 minute cut? No, that's awesome. Yeah. You've probably noticed this in other movies. You'll see a trailer for an upcoming movie and there'll be a scene and then you go see the movie and in the movie that scene doesn't exist. Right. It occasionally happens. Apparently the original theatrical trailer for this has the most amount of scenes never seen in the movie really? of any trailer. The ballet scene that you've talked about where yeah. the bouncer. 
announcer. I can't find the original trailer anywhere. Huh. But apparently that trailer has just got like a dozen scenes that never made it because the original cut was three and a half hours. Yeah. How that hasn't made it out yet is beyond me. <laughs> How did they think that this was going to get released as a three and a half hour movie? I'd watch it. I'd, I'd <laughs> sit there with popcorn and I would love every moment of it. Oh, it would be great. It has some recycled music cues from Die Hard. I thought that was kind of cool. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Um, The Miho is a contraction of the Spanish word me and he-ho, he-ho. It's son. It's my son. <laughs> yeah, which means my son, not he-ho. Yeah. Hi-ho. Uh, Are you teaching Spanish? I, I, mijo. I love mijo. Mijo's great. Yeah, it's a word hey, at least Spanish. I knew. At least I knew that it wasn't via con Dios, okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Max, any other facts before we start recasting? Sam Elliott has the best hair of the 80s. Any actual facts? He started man buns. Okay. Now it's time to go to recasting. <laughs> Max, as I am contractually obligated to say at every single one of these, you will make the decision as to who will go first. We will list our characters from what we view as least important to most important. I do not have a lot of backups, but backups can be provided if such a time occurs where we agree on providing <laughs> what them. What is this? It's just my, my Surgeon General's warning. All right. Are you ready? Uh, yeah, you start. I start. All right. We will start with the character Emmett. Emmett is the old man played by Sunshine Parker who rents... Dalton, the place above the barn. He has been in a number of episodes of the Dukes of Hazard. And Max, do you remember in Pee Wee's Big Adventure how he gets on a train and he meets a hobo? It's the hobo, yeah. yeah well, that's not that hobo. Yeah. Very critical to know the difference. <laughs> Different hobo. At the, at the end, when they're watching the movie and everyone's bringing all their friends and it's like the big get together, yeah. he is one of the invited hobos who sits with the original the hobo. The invited hobo. So there and you that's go. That's a band name. Are you ready for my selection? He's also in Tremors. Calm down. Are you ready for my selection? Yes. Are you sure? Like, well, uh, call me sir is like putting an elevator in an outhouse. That's a great don't quote. Belong. That's a great quote. <laughs> Max, I would like to see Burgess Meredith from uh, Rocky Three as Mick. <laughs> no, <laughs> as Emmett. I want to say something before you say a word. I have made I have made a commitment today, a full commitment today, to have a little fun, okay. to get a little weird. You take the cake yeah. when it comes to these. Like you'll you'll do. I mean, I still go back to when you had uh, Weird Al Yankovic at something. <laughs> and I today I'm gonna get weird. I'm gonna have a little. It's Roadhouse. If you can't have fun with Roadhouse, what are we doing? Shouldn't he be more fun and serene? No, yeah, it seems calm. No, think about it. Mick is fun and serene. Is he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got a crap roundhouse kicks. <laughs> Dalton, <laughs> give him speeches. Yeah, of course. Dalton, you gotta, you gotta. The only way you're gonna beat this Wesley guys, you gotta eat thunder and crap lightning, Dalton. <laughs> Come on, it's perfect. Very strange. All right, that's my pick. What's yeah. your? I'll give you my backup in a minute. Okay, I'll give you my backup now. There's no way you yeah. have it. Grandpa from the Lost Boys. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's good. I thought that was that's fun. really good. That's a win. Come on, that's in the. I wanted right. Mick. I wanted Mick. <laughs> Although you know those theories that Grandpa is a half vampire. I do know. Yeah, yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. But who you, who you got? Who you got? Come on, Max. <laughs> Have you seen Tender Mercies? No. Okay. Robert Duvall playing Max I know Sledge. who Robert Duvall is. Max also. Sledge. Okay. What a great name. He's a kind of a country singer down on his luck and kind of trying to piece his life back together. There's something peaceful and nice about him and you just want to be his friend. You? <laughs> He's no Mick. <laughs> My backup was uh, Jack Warden who played uh, Roy L. Fooch in uh, Used Cars. Oh, okay. Yeah. I remember I remember I remember the the part the It's role. hard when you don't know movies. It's very hard. Max, we flew through that. Yeah. I usually don't do a full intro on characters, but I feel like because we went so deep, it's probably beneficial. Would you agree? Yeah. Well, let me do the intro on this. Can thing. you do it? Yeah. Because you struggle sometimes. Pat That's McGurn why I, played John Doe. Well, look at you cutting me off. And going, <laughs> no, no, please. Let me get my seatbelt on and get in for this. Go ahead. Who is he's, he? He's the mustache nephew of Brad, the, of Brad, uh, <laughs> 
Dang it. <laughs> he's the mustache nephew of Wes. Brad, Brad, Brad Wesley? Is that his name? I think he's one of the main characters in this movie Roadhouse that we're supposed to be talking about today. You let me know when I can hop in. Continue. He's fun because I love the goofy way his foot swings when he fires the shotgun. He's just like, he's kind of sniveling, snotty. And then he was in Pure Country, Forces of Nature, and he was in an episode of Party of Five. There's something that you missed that's a much bigger deal. Really? Than in. Great Balls of Fire with Dennis Quaid and Jerry Lewis as Jerry Lewis. Winona Ryder's dad was played by this oh, guy. Oh, no way. Yeah, that's him. So, But you're doing great. Continue. Yeah. By the way, there's another role that he played that was in incredible say it it's not in the 80s what is it boogie nights do you remember who he played in boogie nights no do you remember amber yeah who was burt reynolds like girlfriend and played like the mother figure yeah julie and yeah, yeah, yeah do you remember when she went to court for custody it's a, her ex-husband no is way. this guy wow this, who, guy, this yeah, guy has a role he's got range yeah yeah but no you're doing a great job continue <laughs> i chose bill paxton oh that's who i picked yeah. ding, ding, ding. No, hold on though hold on from what movie chat weird time oh we picked the same one. It's been so long since we picked the same one. That's look, I have the exact same one. It's a perfect pick. He's got he the right looks, mustache. He look. looks like him. He does. He, I, so I, I, I waffled. I'm like, do I want to go and take him from Aliens? Yeah. Because I was like, I could see like the little whiny snivelly. That's but true. No. That works too. Ch- uh, Chet Donnelly was a great call. Yeah. You can do the one from Aliens now if you want. No, Game over, okay. man. Game over, man. No, I mean, Chet's perfect, right? He's a prick. He, But like, there's like a little bit of like silly redeemingness He's to him. He's comic relief a little bit. I think on this one, I honestly picked him just because of how much he looked like him. Yeah, I think like, they look so similar. So subconsciously, I think we did that. Max, it has been so many episodes since you and I have picked the same one. <laughs> Who's your backup? I don't. I totally barely uh, ever have backups. I have I went, a few, not on this one. Joe Pantoliano, Snake from Running Scared. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, not little, not little too uh, Italian. Though. You didn't pick him from uh, the Goonies. No. All right. Oh, that would have been good too. Yeah, could have done both. Yeah. As a Fratelli, I don't remember which Fratelli he was. Yeah. That takes us to my favorite your character. favorite character, character and Jack the Fat Bouncer. Yes. He's played by Travis McKenna in the movie. He is he's the most lovable extra character in the whole movie. I he think. even has like a mini mullet that yeah. Swayze has. And like, he's, he's a big guy. He's a big yeah. guy. I, I, got, I got love for the he big guy. Uh, do you know what else he was in? Which is amazing amazing he was the fat clown in batman returns that's wild that's how cool is that yeah. right not much of a career really outside he's in of van that. wilder i saw that and i couldn't think of who he is in van wilder do you just know he's in van wilder or do you know who he is in he's van the wilder? donut the donut <laughs> that's so gross <laughs> jesus christ max oh max 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 Hercules, max 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 all right, uh, I will go first, as it is my turn to go first. Yep. Uh, I think you're going to like this one a lot. Spike Nolan, John Candy, Brewster's Millions. Ooh, that's good. I, I was something like, I was like, I'm thinking of big guys that I would like like to see. And here's the thing about John Candy. He always plays this like lovable, goofy guy. He's athletic. Yeah. He can move for his size. Yeah. And I feel like he could totally pull off being a bouncer. Oh, and absolutely. it would be like really fun and it would be enjoyable to watch. So I had John Candy too, but I had him in a different movie. Oh, what movie? Stripes, Ox. Oh, that's a better call. I didn't even think of Ox. You need a little younger. A little Is that who you had? Oh, that was my backup. Oh, your backup. I was like, if, man, you and I are just in you're, sync. You're going to hate my first oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I went, Here we go. I have a backup on this one, too. I'll wait to see what yours is. You don't have mine. Tony Ganios. He's meat and porkies. You love I do. porkies. But meat's really fun. I know, but he doesn't have like the, like he's not like heavy. You know, he's just big. But he's goofy enough. Yeah, but I mean, why not go with ogre at that point? Well, no, that's too much. That's too big. Oh, that's too much yeah. for you? That's where you draw the line. All right, <laughs> you want to hear what my backup was? Yeah. Lou, Burt Young, back to school. Oh, that's really good. I thought that would be fun. Yeah, kind of, it, it's a different role. He, he'd be more prickly, not as, like, nice. Yeah. That's why John Candy, to me, was the best pick. Yeah, no, you win that one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Before we get to our next recasting character, why don't we take a brief pause to give some love to our sponsors. 
Buzz in the Tower is also brought to you by Dobie Real Estate, the premier real estate group of Southeast Michigan. Dobie is the place to go if you're buying or selling your home. Max Emmett's property in Roadhouse, waterfront, great investment. He's got some horses, beautiful, beautiful view. And he grossly was undercharging Dalton. hundred bucks rent. a month? That's, That's a nothing. Deal. That's nothing. If you're in this real estate market, you need someone to guide you through what's too high, what's too low. That's why I recommend anyone go to Dobie Real Estate Group. Not only are they going to give you the best advice, they're going to help you close your house faster than anyone out there. The culture is incredible. They're there to support you first, take care of themselves second. And that's exactly what you need so you don't get stuck with beautiful lakefront property with people who are getting their throats ripped out like in Roadhouse <laughs> falling into the water. And they can hide that. They're good at everything they do. They're fantastic. Check out their social media. They've got great tips of the trade helping you sell and buy your house. Visit them at wearedobe.com and make sure to tell them that Buzz in the Tower sent you $400 million in sales in 2021. If 1,000 homes sold, there just isn't anyone better out there at what they do. All right, Max, you are up. We've got Morgan. Uh, who, He's the big curly-haired bouncer. Yeah. Mm, yeah, you're right, yeah. bouncer who gets fired. Dalton fires him. Bart Dalton does fire him. You know what's funny? He's I got don't... quite the perm. Is that a perm? It, it's got to be a perm. It's a soul glow thing. Yeah. yeah. Just let your soul glow. <laughs> Played by Terry Funk, who is also a professional WWF wrestler. So that's pretty freaking cool. Like, that's, I mean, that's why it's I, I'm, I'm being quiet. Since yeah. you told me you want to do these breakdowns on no, who no, the character is. Help me out. So let's back up for a second. Yeah. He was the bouncer that was fired because of his angry disposition. Yep. He was a little too quick to throw people around. He also seems to be part of the Brad Wesley gang. He does. So he's like, you know, in with the bad folk. Also hates sleeves. He does. He also was Rooker and over the top. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's this awesome. Is, this is why I do this, Max. That's yeah, why I'm yeah. here to help you. It was funny. I always thought when I think about this movie, I think of him as being huge. But when he stands next to Patrick Swayze, they're like the same height. Yeah, he's like not, not that much bigger. No, not but he feels bigger. big. He does. He? Yeah. He, yeah. My pick for this is my favorite pick on the entire show. Shut up. Hands down. But okay. you go first. So this is my favorite pick for sure. Okay. I wanted to amp up the stakes a little bit, make them a little bit bigger. I, I told you, man, I'm going yeah. out of left field on a lot of stuff. I went John Masuzak. Wait, John Masuzak? Uh, that's I'm about to punch you in the face. Stain from One Crazy Summer. Yep. You worthless pos. <laughs> that's also played sloth in the yeah. Goonies. That's who I picked. You we look, two of them. A, the two of them that we both picked on each other. You look so angry at me. I thought it's because I butchered the name. Matuzak. Yeah, unbelievable football player. Yeah, do you know he boxed Muhammad yeah, he, Ali? He, he played for the Raiders. I can't. I'm, I'm, I'm not even mad. <laughs> I feel like it's so absurd to me that we've done a dozen recasts. And then out of nowhere, two and, and, out of no, and out of nowhere on all movies, this one on Roadhouse. You and I have already linked up on two or three. Yeah, it's a perfect pick. He's absolutely perfect for that role. Yeah. You have to go, obviously, with One Crazy Summer as opposed to The Goonies. <laughs> you can't have Sloth on there. You could have Sloth. It could be interesting. <laughs> be a different movie. So in One Crazy Summer, he's the guy who is chasing after Cassandra. Demi Moore. Cassandra, thank you. Eldridge. Um, Eldridge, yeah. Chasing after her. With pink hair. With pink hair. <laughs> he's got the mohawk. He takes his motorcycle into the water as they're getting moped. on the... <laughs> is it a moped? It is. You're right. Sorry. <laughs> Makes it funnier. He takes his moped into the water as they're hopping onto the ferry to go to Nantucket Island, and he comes out of the water, and there's fish. fish. <laughs> that are like his mohawk is jabbed through them. The, I always thought he was great. And then one day when I put two and two together and realized that he was sloth, that's just to me everything. It's incredible. That's God. I, can't I had believe Donald Gibb that. to begin with. That's that's my, uh, this is what yeah. I had to back up. They, yeah. had the same, they had the same original and backup. Yeah, incredible. Wow. wow. I don't know. Your turn. Are you ready? Are you ready? This one might end your marriage. So I want to tell you something right now. <laughs> I don't care if you know this fact or not. This is the single greatest <laughs> piece of Fan fact trivia okay. that I've ever heard in my entire life. So the character is Julie Michaels. 
beautiful blonde woman who plays Wesley's kind of girlfriend. Doesn't have like a huge role in the arm movie. Candy. Yeah, arm candy. She basically. got a role. Yeah, she does. She does. I shouldn't say she had a role, but that's not important. Let Denise, me yeah. let me yeah let me tell you about the actress Julie Michaels. Max, if you walked into a bar and there was '80s movie night trivia. Oh, I thought it was going to be Denise. I'm like, no, <laughs> this right here could be the difference maker between you getting a $20 Amazon gift card or not. This could be the piece of information. This is incredible. If I asked you what actor or actress was both in Roadhouse and Point Break, what Pat- would your answer Patrick be? Patrick Swayze. And that would be your final answer? That's correct. That is correct. Are there any other actors or actresses that are in both Roadhouse and Point Break? Anthony Michael Kiedis? No. Nope. No. He's in thrashing. So is your answer no? There is no other? Off the top of my head, no. Okay. I don't know. What if I told you that Julie Michaels, the woman who played Denise, was in both Roadhouse and Point Break? I would have remembered her. She is the girl in the shower who is naked when the FBI does the the raid and is stabbing and jumps on. No, remember she jumps on uh, Johnny Utah's back? Yeah. That is her. Shut up. Mind blown. Oh my God. Can you believe that? Well, she's like naked in a shower. I didn't pick up on it. I didn't either. Her, her face is Lucky covered. for me, I went back and rewatched it a few <laughs> times to make sure that it was true. You enjoy that? I Anything for the pod. I didn't <laughs> want to go back and look. Max, I couldn't, my head literally exploded when I found this out. Also, she's the freaking FBI agent in Jason Goes to Hell, the final Friday, which Shut is my, one of my favorite of the whole, remember when they're all like chasing when they blow them up? And, yeah, oh, it's great. You gotta watch. You gotta watch. Uh, yeah. So there you go. That is, that's about as good as it gets that's for me. That's pretty freaking good. I thought you'd enjoy that. So Julie Michaels. Her striptease too. Yes. Yeah. Hot in the collar. Hot in the collar. Don't be a weirdo. So from the it's guy, so from, from the guy who went back and watched the point break shower scene three yeah. times to confirm it was She's her. aerobics in. Oh, it's, she's great. So my pick for her, I'm up, right? Yep. All right. So I, in the movie, she's Wesley's girlfriend. She kind of comes on to Dalton. Um, it's a very dysfunctional relationship that she has with Wesley. It's not, great. it's not good. Not a lot of good things going on. I really like my pick on this one. Kim Basinger, Nadia Gates, Blind Date. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen Blind Date? No. Oh, Max. Wait, is that Bruce Willis? Yeah. Yeah, I hear it's good. Oh, you're going to like it a lot. Yeah. You need to watch it. I'm not a Basinger fan. You will be after you watch this movie. No, because she looks like my mom. <laughs> well, my mom kind of looks like Gwyneth Paltrow. It's okay. It's okay. Basinger. It just I, doesn't hit. I just don't know how to explain. I don't know how to respond to that. What do I say to that? <laughs> Sorry. I don't know what to say. Okay. All right. All right, Oedipus. Move on to the next. Move on to the... I don't even want to talk anymore. Do you want to hear what my backup is? No, I, keep going about Kim Basinger. Why? Right. So in, in, this, in this movie, in the movie Blind Date, it's great, right? Bruce Willis gets set up on a blind date, thus the name. And Kim Basinger is a little bit of a whack job. She's okay. gorgeous. Yep. And he's warned, like, don't give her any alcohol. She gets a little booze in her yeah. and she has that very, like sultry flirty way that Denise does in mm. Roadhouse. Additionally, her ex-boyfriend played by John Larroquette is trying to like murder Bruce Willis during this movie oh. and he's a psychopath. Fun. So it's a you really will like this movie. Yeah. Your mom aside, you really will like this movie. <laughs> I but, still like Kim Basinger. But she just like has that vibe to her that Denise does. Cool. Yeah. I think I murdered this one. <laughs> Nicolette Scorsese, who's the gal from Christmas Vacation, the lingerie model. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, I could see she's it. She's fun. She's like sultry. She's got like, I don't know, does she have enough bubbliness to her? She's kind of. She does. All right. I all mean, right. <laughs> that's my argument. Does she look like your mom? <laughs> no. Well, then we've got a winner. I have three backups too. Uh, <laughs> of La- course. Lacey Underall from Caddyshack. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Missy from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Oh, that's another really. Well, <laughs> yeah, we got kind of. Yeah, yeah. And Daryl Hannah from Wall Street. Okay. 
So, okay. All yeah. right. Yeah. Do you know who I was going to do was uh, what's her face from feds? Oh, Rebecca. Rebecca Dormay. Yeah. yeah. Dormay. Yeah. 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 Um, but I no, think you go risky business. She's too young. I thought she, I feel like in risky business, she's like 18 or 19. How old's the niece? She's not 18 or 19. Yeah, that's true. She's been around. The block. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Oh man. Carrie, <laughs> Carrie <laughs> played by Kathleen Wilhoit. So Carrie is the waitress. She's forgettable. Uh, she is apparently in the three hour cut, three and a half hour cut. There's a little bit more of her, but I, she, hope so. I know she brings, no, she, she's got a role, right? She like is the first to really engage with Dalton when he goes to the double deuce. You get you a know, scene of Dalton. For yeah. That you wouldn't see Dalton. You wouldn't see Patrick Swayze's booty. If it wasn't for her, <laughs> she brings him breakfast in the morning. He's like grossed out by it. I know. He's the coffee. It's, there's a lot going on. I like her. She can sing. Well, that's right. She performs with, yeah. uh, with, uh, Cody. Yeah. AKA the, whatever, the whatever band she was in. Do you remember private school? She was Betsy in private school. Shut up. I didn't know that. And there wasn't a lot else she did except this was one of my favorite movies. I just, I really, really love this movie, but it's not from the 80s. Have you ever seen Fire in the Sky? It's that alien movie. It's a movie that's like loosely based on the true story of these guys that thought that they were abducted by aliens. Yeah. It's, it's terrifying. No, I interviewed the director of the documentary that's based on. Oh, you're kidding. Yeah. Oh, that's wild. Jennifer Stein. Very cool. So yeah. Katie, she played Katie Rogers in that. Cool. Are you up? Yeah. Okay. You're and right. also, she was in The Edge and Twin Peaks. Oh, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're not a Twin Peaks guy, are no, you? No, I'm not. It's freaking awesome. I know. I usually only pick the movies that I care about. So, yeah. Okay. So, so shocker. Shocker that I would do that. But there you go. So, spunky, talkative, annoying, can sing. I went Madonna, desperately seeking Susan. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Madonna would be good. She's just like. But I feel like it'd be a waste. I mean, it doesn't matter. We don't do it that way. She's you're in right. Vision Quest, bro. Easy, bro. <laughs> You know, I'm aware she's in Vision Quest. Yeah. Are we going to talk Vision Quest right now? Can we? I have a Next shoot for Dalton. I've got I've got one. This is a classic example of me trying to bend and break the rules. Yeah. I'll give you my primary, is but my guy? my back no, my backup is an absolute violation of our, one of our cardinal rules, but okay. my primary is is within the bounds. Elizabeth Shue Jordan Mooney from Cocktail. Okay. Think of her when she's the waitress after she's already met Flanagan. And they're at the restaurant and she dumps all the food on them. Yeah. Sparky, edgy waitress. I like it. Plus, you know how I feel about finding a way to get Elizabeth Shue into anything that I'm doing. That's true. That does amp this up a bit. Big time. Do you want to know my backup is that I fits? (laughs) It fits perfectly, but it grossly violates one of our biggest rules because it's not an 80s movie. What is it? But I have to put it out there. Yeah. Lori Petty from Point Break. Yeah, I guess so. No, there's not. I guess so. She'd be perfect for this. Yeah, she is. Spunky, edgy. Does she have a short haircut? Yeah. Okay. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. What do you have? Any backups? No backups. For All that right. One. There you go. Uh, Max, that takes us to Cody, who Love is Cody. Jeff Healy, the Jeff Healy band. Cody was blind in real life from yeah. one years old on, uh, taught himself how to play guitar, had actually, I believe he had a hit at the time this was being shot. Angel but, Eyes. And it yeah. wasn't because of the movie. No. He just had a hit on his own. He's just good. Yeah, absolutely. He's kind of a fun actor too. This pick for me, remember I told you I was going to push the edge a little bit and yeah. try to do some silly weird stuff? This is my silly weird answer. <laughs> so are you ready for it? Yeah. Okay. I went with Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem from the Muppets <laughs> Take Manhattan. What the heck? I think it would be, I was trying to think of like a <laughs> Felt not allowed. <laughs> There's no felt rule. It's an 80s movie. He's a we're performer. Inst- we're instilling felt. I Come on. Is it, can I just say one thing? Animal. Can I just say one thing? Is it really that ridiculous in this movie no, that that would happen? Really. Yeah. Would you be that shocked if like you're watching this movie and then all of a sudden it cuts to the cage and it's like, oh, Dr. Teeth is here. I think it's, I think in a movie like Roadhouse, it could be, it could work. It could be pulled off. The only other, so here's the problem, right? I was trying to find a musician that had been in an 80s movie. Yep. There are some. Yeah. 
None of them felt like they fit the right way. Really, the only person because you got this, you got this guy who's got this deep, sultry yeah. voice. Hillbilly blues. Yeah. So I'm just thinking, like, right. okay, Rick, Rick Astley. That's the only other voice I could think Jesus of. That, yeah. Christ. I'm gonna, never gonna give you up. Like I, I couldn't think of anything else. Well, you except Doctor Teeth and the you, Electric Man. You didn't think hard enough. It's creative, but I got two. Two. So. Oh my god! I couldn't even get one. So mine's a combination. So the band I want is the Wright Brothers, which is the band from the Overboard bar scene. The Jim oh, Dandy song. Yeah. yeah. Jim Dandy to the rescue. Yeah. But the main guy, I want an actor who's got some gravitas to him. Do you know who Chris Christopherson is? Yes. Okay. So, I mean, you probably know him as Bl- in Blade. He's Whistler. He's Whistler. Yeah. yeah. But in Big Top Pee Wee. Yeah. He's Mace Montana. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, he's he's actually like a really accomplished singer. So, I didn't know that. So he wrote songs for Johnny Cash. He wrote about half of Johnny Cash's songs. I did not know and that. And also, if you haven't seen Alice Lit Doesn't Live Here Anymore, fantastic 70s movie. I have not. He's kind of a, like a singer, kind okay. of a hard on his luck. But he's got that kind of worn face, that kind of like sultriness to him. I like it. All right. <laughs> what? Too serious? No, I just, I'm a bigger fan of Dr. T. <laughs> Fair. So just so we're clear, though, it was cool that I, I used Muppets. I liked it. Okay, good. I just want to make sure. Anything that gets me laughing is good. Uh... <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> I sound like the Kool-Aid guy and you I do. even like Dr. Teeth. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Let's move over to our next character, Tinker. He's Tink- so great. Tinker is the fat henchman. So there has, the to be a fat, there has to be a fat good guy and a fat henchman. With suspenders. He does have suspenders. And that like trucker's hat. Yeah. Uh, John William Young. He was one of the executives in Back to School. That's pretty cool. And he also was in Soul Man. That one of the, it was a bank. <laughs> we don't talk about Soul Man. The movie we don't talk about. But yes, he was in Soul Man. And uh, are you up first? I am. You just okay. two in a row, All by right. the way. Sorry. Yeah. What do you mean I did two in a row? You just did two in a row. I went first? Yeah. What did I go first on two in a row? You got excited. Well, no, you didn't. No, we're good. Yeah. Yeah. What are you talking about? Sorry. Jeez. A polar bear fell on me. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's really clever. So Tinker's kind of useless, right? Mm-hmm. Like he, there's no ability for shooting. He can't even run. Nothing really happens where he's a qualified henchman. So I went way that way. <laughs> I went Danny DeVito from Throw Mama from the Train. <laughs> Because he's, he's not have, doing anything. Can't have to, he, here's the problem. He is doing, he has a couple fight scenes. He also, it's kind of funny, right? Like, how is this less crazy than electric you boogaloo? Can't, you, electric boogaloo? Whatever. Come on, doctor. Dude. Come on. Dr. Teeth and the doctor, electric mayhem. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, 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 this is soft. This is soft to me. I love it. Yeah, but it's, he fights people. Danny DeVito's not fighting. Danny DeVito's four hilarious. foot one. It wouldn't be funny. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Are you done? I've got a really good one that you'll like. Close your eyes and imagine. Danny I'm not closing my eyes. Fight. I've got a really good one what for you. Are you ready? Do you know who George Went is? Nope. Norm from Cheers. I took him as Buster from Gung Ho. Oh, that's cool. You know, he was he got in a couple fights. He was like racist for a hot moment. <laughs> he was like a, not a good guy. Yeah. And I thought Gung Ho. I was just thinking of him. He'd be perfect. And he's a heavier guy, so he fits the mold. That's pretty good. Well, it's no Danny DeVito. Jesus <laughs> well, Christ, my, Max. My original first pick was uh, Chris Penn from Best of the Best. That's a great Travis pick. Brickley. Oh my God, that's a fantastic <laughs> pick. We've used him so many times. Not on recasting. I think we have. No, I don't think we have. I think we bring up Best. I of the think best. we've talked about it a lot. I don't think we've used <laughs> we, him as a recast. We love him so much. That's a really good one. I like that. <laughs> All right, am I up first now? Yeah, Red. Red West, right? Close friend of Elvis from yes. high school. So the character's name is Red West. The actor's name is Red Webster. Again, lazy writing. Uh, he <laughs> was the cowboy sheriff in Natural Born Killers. And I'll tell you what else he was in. This is one of my favorite non-80s movies. Have you ever seen uh, The Rainmaker, the John Grisham uh, novel? That's Matt Damon, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That is Matt Damon. That's where my head was at earlier. Yeah. 
He's the dad, Buddy Black, the one who's sitting in the car looking at the photo. Oh, yeah. And he's like broken up about his son dying yeah. from cancer. That he plays, so he's got range. Yeah. He's also on the A Team and Knight Rider. Oh, he's on everything. Well, his whole career is because he went to high school with Elvis. I think <laughs> you know that, right? Yeah. He was a part of the, what was it called? The something mafia. What the hell was it called? Like the Memphis Mafia. Three Six Mafia. No, it was <laughs> called like the Memphis Mafia. Yeah. It was a group of all these guys that were like friends with Elvis that all got jobs and kept on living off of him forever. Sounds great. It's like what you do with me, riding my coattails, you know. My pick, right? Yep. I love this pick. It's not a Muppet. So I you're going to you be very mine. happy. I think you took mine. I'm going with James Gammon. You took mine. Major League he Lou Brown. Oh, oh, come on. God. For real? Yeah. Oh, That's so good. Dorn. <laughs> Shut up, Dorn. <laughs> Cut the rah-rah. Give him the heater. Found someone uglier than she was. That's life. <laughs> Who it's, can totally explain it? yeah, it's totally it Lou. It's totally Lou. Oh, Max. <laughs> this is insane. <laughs> I think we love this movie on equal levels. Normally, one of us has more passion for the movie than other we're on the same wavelength i can't believe how many movie. we picked this is wild <laughs> this is bartenderness picked, yeah. i think yeah. this is like you and i slinging drinks <laughs> thursday night dollar long <laughs> islands 250 pitchers it's getting weird <laughs> but we won't say what bar that is yeah. you'll have to use your imagination he's perfect oh god he is good uh all right well i got nothing else like jimmy yeah. backups yeah uh paul newman the color of money okay yeah, I, I can, can see that. that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's for no sure. James Gammon. Max, we're getting down to uh, the, the last like five or six, the big ones. Let's start off with uh, Jimmy, who's played by Marshall Teague. <laughs> Marshall uh, R. Teague. Oh, sorry. I forgot the R. Yeah. The R stands for red. <laughs> <laughs> He'd probably come into the room and slap you if he yeah, knew. He, he is, uh, he's, he's a killing something. machine. He was a Navy SEAL in the movie The Rock. Yep. Which I thought was great. He's also in Armageddon. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Let's get at least one Brown. of those in. <laughs> I have a bad feeling that you and I have the same pick on this one, too. We don't. It, are you sure? 100%. Okay, well, you're going to... Can we get some facts for him, though? Yeah, well, before you get facts, let's talk about who he is. So during the whole movie, Wesley has got a variety of different henchmen that he's sending after Dalton, yep. none of which are doing well. No. And w at the bar, when Diane does her like little strip tease, basically Dalton grabs her by the arm, brings her over to Wesley and says, if you're going to have a pet, keep it on a leash. And I think Wesley, <laughs> and Wesley says something like, you're right. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he brings over his maniac ninja, yep. like... Kumite fighting in a Canadian tuxedo yeah. with like Native American jewelry. His, his line when he's fighting Dalton and he says, I'll say it the right way. Minus the one bad word. Yep. I used to blank guys like you in prison <laughs> Yeah, is probably one of the three greatest lines. It's so out of from, left field. It, it's so, this is where things I told you when we were talking about this movie, you start off with like a couple knife, knife <laughs> yeah. fights, you know, like a few bar glasses get broken and then there's this crescendo and yep. then all of a sudden it's like murder, violent <laughs> threats and ripping people's throats. It's incredible. It's, it's nuts. His mom went to the premiere with him and after the prison line, she stood up and screamed, that's my boy. Oh, that's amazing. And like what? You can tell where he comes from. That's awesome. That's great. One fight he he did with Swayze. They did 71 times over five days. Yeah. Didn't he? Act, he connected on one of the fights. He actually like, oh so, no, the wood. When he hit him with the wood. So there's a log in one scene. Yeah, he yeah. thought it was a prop. It wasn't. It broke two ribs and busted Swayze's knee. Yeah. And I guess he thought Swayze was a pansy. You know what I mean? Because he's a dancer. Right. And Swayze really got challenged by that and like took it to him. And now they're good friends. That's great. Yeah. Well, he's dead, but they were. Well, good they friends. were good friends. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Damn boy. I thought you were good. Oh man. Is this me or you? Uh, I don't even, I'm, I'm all over the map right now. I think this is you. I think, yeah, because yeah. I said for red, we had the same one, but I was going first. So I think you're up first. So I want to add some size to this beef sandwich. Oh, dear God. Here <laughs> we go. Here's where it gets weird. Brian Thompson, Cobra, the Night Slasher. Oh, that's good. 
That's Pigs. really good. That's really good. Because <laughs> when he says the prison line, you're like, oh my God. You went in the you went with the intensity intimidation piece of it. You yeah. went with the intimidation piece of yep. it. I get it. More than the karate part. I went the total opposite. Okay, you went karate? I went uh Steven Seagal, Nico Toscani <laughs> above the law. That's a good <laughs> one. I was convinced you were gonna pick. Has he ever done a villain? Oh no, but that's why he'd be perfect for this. Think about what Will a, he think about what a slime ball he is and yeah. all the things you've heard about him and like his general persona. Yeah. He would totally be like taking that pool cue, spinning it around and just snapping people's arms. He's such an egomaniac. I don't think he's ever done a villain because he doesn't want to be perceived like that. Weirdly. Could be. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. But, but that's great. But in my world, yeah. he's the villain. <laughs> in Moe's world. That's right. Absolutely. Backup? No backup. I had Rick Zumwalt, who's Bob Bull Hurley from Over the Top. You love Over the Top. Yeah. You mentioned more than I do. I don't mention it more than you. I call things Lincoln the Hawk when you take Lincoln, Lincoln, Lincoln the, the Hawk. Hawk. Speak much. Are, are you Lincoln in the Hawk? <laughs> oh, man. All right, Max. That takes us to Frank Tillman. Yep. So Frank Tillman is the bar owner. He owns the Double Deuce. He came all the way to visit Dalton, hired him, brought him in, started the revolution of the small town. That's who we got. Played by Kevin Teague. Am I saying that right? Yeah. Or Tegua? Yeah. <laughs> These names are so hard. Uh, so Kevin was in The Graduate, Another 48 Hours, Newsies, and he was the coach in School Ties. Yeah. I totally forgot until I looked back on Coward! That. Yep. He was also in What's Eating Gilbert Grape. So he's had a- K K-9. Yeah. And he's had a good career. I mean, those are like solid, he's, solid movies. He's a that guy. Yeah. You, you recognize his face. Yeah. He and you're like, I know like, him. He kind of looks like a big mouth bass. Um, I really like my pick on this one. What do you really got? Do. You're first. Oh, I am? Yeah, I think. No, 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 no. No, that's a lie. Jimmy, you went first, and yep. then I went. Yeah, so I'm up. I went Ronnie Cox as Andrew Bogomil, Beverly Hills Cop 2. <laughs> yeah. I didn't go Dick Jones. <laughs> I feel like you need a little bit more sleaze on him. He's a little dirty. He's no. Little... You, where do you get the sleaze from? Well, like the Buick line where he has to like sharpie it in. That's he's... not sleazy. His bars, he's trying to make it look a little bit classy. I just don't picture Ronnie Cox in Missouri. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but I I, I guess it's the dad in Vision Quest. He's kind of down on yeah, his luck. Okay. See, there yeah, you yeah. go. Come I do. On. I love him. What's the deal? <laughs> Jerry, what are we doing? <laughs> what do you got? I'm going to go with my heart. Oh, this is, this man. Is I have a really good one that's actually perfect. No, but, go with your heart. Okay. Where I went with Dr. Teeth and the Electric Man. I went James Hampton. Teen Wolf, Harold Howard. Oh my God. <laughs> I think he's never had a chance to do like the Harold Howard. Howard. <laughs> Jesus, Max. Can, I don't even know how you fit. I would have rather had you put him as the fat bouncer, Jack. He could play basketball out back. Oh my God, with Boof. Yeah. The, the, the right pick is Craig T. Nelson from All the Right Moves. Oh, Nickerson. Yeah. Yeah. That's the right one. That's move. the right one. Yeah. No, no, it's okay though. You don't went, trust your heart. You went with, uh, with Howard, Mr. Howard, and his hardware store. Why didn't you put him as red? They he both own a hardware he store. He turn into the wolf and kick everyone's butt. Oh, my God. Max, we are down to the final four. The final four are the toughest ones. Uh, starting with Doc, who's played by Kelly Lynch. Who's who not is, a good actress. Oh, my God, Max. She's perfect in this movie, though. I love her to death. She's perfect in this she movie. She is because this is a bad movie. She was equally perfect in Cocktail as Carrie Coughlin. <laughs> How could you not love her? She was the best. <laughs> everything about her. I love everything about her. No, I everything. Take, I take it back. She's good in Drugstore Cowboy. She's also good in Curly Virtuosity. She was. Do you remember Charlie's she's, Angels? She's bad in Virtuosity. She was great. In Charlie's Angels. Yeah. Come she on. Is, she is great in Charlie's Angels. Yeah. Yeah. All okay. Right. All right. Yeah. So take it easy yeah. on her. In this movie, it just. I think she, we. She, could, she, I think we could get Kelly Lynch on the show, and I'm going to humiliate you. I'll be like, Max doesn't think you're a good actress, but that's fine. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, she, I guess she spent a month in a real emergency room trying to learn how to sew people up, and then they gave her the staple gun. Yeah, yeah, can you believe that? I just think she's so attractive; it's hard to take her seriously. Does she look like your mom? No. All right, good. I'm just making sure. <laughs> God. All right, Max. Who do you have replacing Kelly Lynch? So Kelly Lynch is the doctor. Falls in love with uh, Dalton. They have a steamy romance. I gotta tell you, very like sexy, intense scenes with them. Like, yeah, like it's for, longer than you think. Right for, for a movie like this, right? Like yeah. it just catches you off guard. All of a sudden, it becomes very romantic, very quick. And you know the love scene. The song is "These Arms of Mine," by which Otis is Ring. also the song that is played in Dirty Dancing. You I'm your it. guy, Max. Yeah, I'm your yes, guy. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. <laughs> All right, Max. Uh, talk to me. Who do you got? This was a fun one. I went Catherine Mary Stewart, Gwen Sanders from Weekend at Bernie's, and Maggie Gordon from The Last Starfighter. Wow, that's not great. That's super weird. Really? She's not like. I mean, she's like a business person. Uh, I know you're you're on a different planet than I am. Seriously? Yeah, yeah, dude. What's wrong with that? She's very very pretty, but yeah. she's not like she doesn't give off that like aura of sexiness. You know, like I don't. Yeah, know. she does. I don't know. I don't know. We get Bernie's, man. How many? How many? So I love you citing Weekend at Bernie's. Well, that's why our drop, Weekend at Bernie's. Humana, humana. <laughs> what do you uh, got? I've got Sharon Stone from uh, Police Academy 4, Citizens on Patrol, playing Claire Matson. I love Sharon Stone, but that role, she's kind of just milk toast. No, dude, listen, she comes in, she's that reporter. Yeah. And remember the, uh, what's it called? The German Shepherd? Yeah. When Harris is like, get that out of here. And she's like, I've got a nice home. I can take him. Like, she can play both sides of it. Okay. She's a little I'm, caring. I'm never going to say no to Sharon Stone. Here's the thing. It, to me, it was just Sharon Stone. I was trying to find a way to get Sharon Stone. She's my there. number one crush all time. Really? Uh, her and Casino makes my brain explode. Oh, my gosh. The first yeah. half. Yeah. You wish you were, uh, what's his face? Ace Rothstein? No. Robert De Niro? No, no. Uh, or do you kind of wish you were Joe Pesci? <laughs> A little taller, but yeah. Well, Danny DeVito is the toughest guy in the world, according <laughs> to you. Woo! All right, Max. I should pick Joe Pesci. That you should have. That would have been a good one. Yeah. Uh, are we? Oh, do you have any backups? Uh, yeah, and a couple. I had Julia Roberts from Steel Magnolias and Elizabeth Perkins Big, but we just talked about Big. Yeah, well, I, God forbid. I don't want to bring up Big again. <laughs> Get yelled at by you. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Call the cops. All right, Max. The big, big guns. The big three. Yep. I'm just going to keep on saying the big and then count <laughs> the numbers down. Uh, the big 17. Brad Wesley, played by Ben Gazzara. Uh, this is the the ringleader of all things terrible in the small town. After Korea, he came back to the town. He brought Walmart there, Max. Yeah, I guess he's so. a big deal. He's a big deal. He drives on all sides of the road. Oh, he yeah, he's a maniac. <laughs> and for all the money he has, not that I am knocking Ford or Mustangs, but isn't he just driving a Mustang? He is. Yeah. That's I it's like five point liter. Yeah, I like and he's that. just flying left and right. Well, he's got toys in front of his head. He's got the big uh, monster truck too. That's true. That's true. Five hundred thousand dollars. The end of this movie is where I get a little bit concerned. <laughs> Because it goes from, I admit, I, I will be the first to concede. I'm willing to suspend reality that a couple knife fights take place at a bar yeah. and, and you don't see a cop anywhere. When they start exploding homes, like they blow up Red's place. Well, Red, they blow Red up, said they own the sheriff in the county. Well, do they own like local news? I mean, like how does nobody picking up on Probably. an explosion story? So they blow up the barn that he's living it. They kill Wade Garrett. And then they take a monster truck through the showroom <laughs> of, of a car dealership. I and mean, yep. that's a lot. Of damage it is how does one person not visiting from neighboring towns say hey what's going he's on here kingpin. he's that powerful i guess so i yeah. guess so. well there you go that's, internet. that's brad wesley that's why we're talking about him he also is in a lot of stuff so a lot of these guys were in multiple episodes of dukes of hazard multiple episodes right, of a team yeah. multiple episodes of uh airwolf i wonder if that's how they scouted him i don't know but they they all had like those types of roles However, if you don't know who this guy is, here's where you will know him from. Jackie Treehorn, the Big Lebowski. Yeah. I remember watching the Big Lebowski and being like, oh, it's Brad Wesley. And everybody in the room was like, who the hell's Brad Wesley? <laughs> so I left that room, Max. 
immediately. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Now, controversial take. I feel like this is the one role that's miscast. He's too small, a little older, not physically imposing. But I, I, wanted I think someone, it's on purpose. I think it's on purpose. I wanted someone a little bit more daunting in their evil. But Did don't you? But don't you think, hear me out. You may actually have picked someone great to recast. Yep. Don't you kind of like the fact that he's demure in stature and that he's not this big tough guy, but that's his role. He's the kingpin. Often the kingpin's not the one with the biggest muscles, the biggest guns. It's his minions that are out there doing all the work. In a town like Jasper, Missouri, I kind of wanted him to like be, and also with his war story and Let all that stuff. Let me hear you Let me hear you picked, because maybe that'll help me understand where your head's at. Who you, got? Who you got? I want Rooker Hauer. Who, really? You think about the hitch. You haven't seen the hitcher yet. Yes, I have. Oh, you have. I have. You is made it me terrifying? Watch it. it is terrifying. Yeah. And Roy Batty from Blade Runner. I've seen more Blade Runner. And also Wolfgar from Nighthawks. Okay. He's got more fun with that one. He's having fun, you know, killing people. So you you wanted to change the character. Yeah. Intense, yeah. psychotic, remorseless. No, he's still smiling and still kind of like uneasy. Mm, yeah, about but it. he has more of a presence. Like he's more of like a. I, I understand. And what the fight to at do. the end just amplifies. If he gets a spear, I'm freaking out. When Brad Wesley gets a spear right now, I'm like, eh. I think you're gonna like mine more than yours, and I think you're gonna go back to what this guy is when you hear mine. I, I think love, it'll change I your mind. I love Rooker Howard. I think this will change your mind. Okay. I'm, I'm going to put it out there. Okay. Ricardo Montalban, Khan, Star Trek 2. That's pretty good. I wanted to maintain the sophistication of him being this outsider in this town and the accent and the, but the intensity and the insanity are still there as well. They kind of, they kind of look alike too. Right. Yeah. A little bit. Would he keep the chest, the fake chest? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you love talking about that. Of course. Come. <laughs> All right. Any backups? Uh, William Hurt, the big chill. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Kind of that condescending little uh, I had one backup. Uh, Jeff Goldblum, vibes. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> no, not at all. Well he, well, he did win Machine Gun Club in high school, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. I see you're in my lair. Max, we are, we're down to the reason that you came to the show today. Yep. This is, I mean, all everything before was just window dressing. Now we're getting to the, the meat The bond and between these two. I don't think, seeing this movie again, when Wade and Dalton embrace for the first time outside after fighting. You know, it's, it's Dylan and Dutch. It's the handshake. I was going to say, is it better? No. It's close. It's not. It's close. It's not better. The fact they're smiling and they're kind of pushing each other. I don't know. There's something about it. Max, it's not better. Okay. Don't, don't, don't go in that direction. They're wearing the same colors. Max. No, think about that. He's wearing a red shirt. The part about this that's amazing. I'm saying Predator. I know. I'm with you. The part about this that's amazing for their relationship is really they're not engaged with each other that much during the movie. Nope. Like what? Less than a quarter of the movie? Yeah, pretty much. So what Gareth the best you you can this goes back to the storytelling that you feel the backstory you don't need to be spoon fed it like you know that these I mean again here's a great example if you wanted to go and tackle something tackle a prequel to this movie don't make a sequel go find a younger Wade and a younger Dalton yep and show them like tearing up the countryside going bar to bar like cleaning up the world you know I'd watch that who would what, be that'd be a Netflix series oh why didn't I do that as a net well because it was the Cobra Kai treatment was after <laughs> not before okay never mind that would have been great <laughs> that would have been really that been awesome all right Max uh am I up or are you up you are up uh well, all right first what, of all Sam Elliott Sam Elliott mask Roadhouse Prancer Tombstone uh further on than that the big Lebowski yep. he's been in a ton of stuff I'm giving you the highlights of the movies that I love him in this is my fantasy is to connect with Rebecca Tickell yep. who was in Prancer who we had on the show who still communicates with Sam Elliott and to get him on the show to talk about this movie which he says to this day he is most recognized from this movie. Now he's on the uh, Yellowstone now. Yep. So that may change things. But prior, I mean, I think he was interviewed five, six years ago and he said that this is the movie he gets most recognized from. It doesn't feel like acting. It feels like it's just him. Yeah. He is Wade Garrett. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think I've ever seen someone inhabit a role where I'm just like, they just walked effortless. Just seems like effortless. He just walked on set. Like I guarantee you like his hair and his beard were like that. I love it. Yeah. That's probably his motorcycle. Yeah. He's he's great. (laughs) Let's get a beer. (laughs) 
or don't eat the big white mint in the urinal. In the urinal. <laughs> when the military guy is uh, trying to get up on stage. Hey, he's Rainbow. Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, Max. Uh, it's you. It's me. I really like this pick. I think you're going to really like this pick. Trying to replace him is very difficult. Again, the more relevant the character becomes, the more important it becomes. Yep. With, with the exception of your argument about Wesley, which I kind of disagree with, but this was a tough one. I can only see this guy doing it, though. Mel Gibson, Martin Riggs, Lethal Weapon. What? Yeah. He's too young. No, 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 no. I want you to think about it. Think Lethal Weapon too. Yeah. What about him? I mean, he's not... This guy's like cooler than school and like likes life. Think about Martin Riggs hates life. No, we don't. He he's tortured. That's why I said two. He lethal a, weapon two. Yeah, lethal weapon two. I'm I'm upset because this is my Dalton pick and you took it. Oh, you picked Riggs as Dalton. It's so much better. Oh, you t- think about it. I don't know because he's tortured. He has the like on and off switch and all that. No, because oh well, I don't know. I, well, I, you, well, ants you, on a log. All right, great. Thanks for <laughs> really kind of anticlimactic on the last two. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's cool. Else. Moving on to you. What do you got, Max? No, no. Let's talk about it. No, I don't want to talk about it. Come you, hurt, on. you hurt my feelings. Let's talk about it. Nope. I'm done talking. Show's over. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Bum, 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 Come on. Moving right along. Let's talk about it. Fine. I picked Riggs because I loved the idea that you had this guy that has switch. When you're watching Wade Garrett and it's all hugs and sunshine, and then he like turns, he's like, You gotta let that go. Man comes after you with a gun. Like he just like that edge to him. Yeah. He's seen it all. And I didn't think that he had necessarily be older. I thought the two of them could be like contemporaries, same age, but okay. one's seen a little bit more than another. Because at the end, Garrett said, I've learned as much from you as you've learned from me, Miho. That's true. Or something to that. Yeah. Like, I'm no, paraphrasing. Mel, Mel and either of these roles will be perfect. Oh, stop it. No, he's great. Don't throw me your charity. Well, he's also who do you want? Just pick who you want. Who do you want? Tell me who you I'm want. I'm sorry I upset you. God. Hate you so much. My heart went Brian Brown, Roland Tyler from FX. All right, that's good. Because <laughs> he's got the comedy, the humor, and also you could put a little bit of Flanagan in too from Cocktail because he's teaching. I don't know though. I mean, come on, really? I mean, you look at him and think like that's the guy. That's Wade Garrett. He's Australian. <laughs> or I thought Harrison Ford, Indiana Jones. Harrison Ford was my backup, Indiana Jones. And actually, you know who else I was thinking of? Who? Was Sean Connery from Indiana Jones. <laughs> he was too old. That'd be really good. I thought he kind of no, Sean wild. Connery from Highlander. Oh yeah, you could totally do that. Totally could do that. That's a good one. And also. Uh, Scott Glenn from Urban Cowboy. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. He's too evil, though. Yeah, but, but he's but the right stuff. The right yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, right yeah. stuff, yeah. He's also in uh, Sounds of Lambs. Yeah, Jack Crawford. I love him as Jack Crawford. He's a great jacked old dude. Yeah, he could do it, but he's no Riggs. <laughs> well, my, Mel Gibson. Just and- shut up. Just shut up. Let's go to the last one. God. Dalton. Dalton. What do you got, Max? Well, no, let's talk about Dalton. <laughs> no, let's just, what do you got? Let's wrap the show. Do you know his first name? D. <laughs> You're just so done with this episode now, aren't you? That's fine. I shouldn't have said anything. No, it's cool. It's cool. God. Who do you have for Dalton? I'm a sensitive one. You have Riggs for Dalton. You already told me you had Riggs for Dalton. So his first name is James. I didn't know it was James. So Patrick. It's on, it's on his medical record. One thing we didn't talk about in the beginning of the movie, there's a post where he's standing inside the bar where there's all this like graffiti inscripted on it. Yep. And I think it says Buddy's Place or Buddy was here. Oh, okay. so that was That was his nickname. Oh, yeah. So you're that's right. why it says that. Yeah. Which is a cool nickname, Buddy. I call Swayze Buddy. I, I would just call him Swayze. I call him Buddy. <laughs> He was in The Outsiders. So I was, anytime we go through these characters, I'll name the movies that are relevant to me. But because you and I did a whole episode on Swayze, all of his movies are relevant to me. So I might as well name them all. The Outsiders, Uncommon Valor, Granville, USA, Youngblood, Dirty Dancing, Steel Dawn, Tiger Warsaw, Roadhouse, Next of Kin, Ghost, and Point Break. And yes, I know Ghost and Point Break are in the 90s. I'm still putting them in there. I guess this movie is the reason he did Ghost. Ooh, I didn't know that. Well, because he couldn't do Predator 2. It's because he wanted to do something less physical. I wish he'd done Predator 2. Ghost rules. I know, but Predator 2 could have ruled with him in it. Do you know Ghost was directed by David Zucker, too? I do. Who did all the airplane. Who did all the airplane and naked guns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the Zucker brothers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm, Mm, Zucker brothers. Zuckers. Spread it on your toast. (laughs) 
Smuckers. Right? Max, go, go ahead and talk about Riggs. Why is Riggs the best for this pick? No, no. I'm going to choose someone else because it's boring. All right. Yeah. Who's your backup? So, well, first, can we talk about Salton a little bit? Nobody ever wins a fight. Takes on the biggest. He's the guy. best. He's yeah. the best. He's got a degree in philosophy from NYU. Yeah. He he's he's just incredible. He's totally chill. He's the coolest cat in town. Yeah. People are flying knives everywhere. The first knife attack where he slams a guy's head yep. into the ground, and then uh, his blind friend gets a whisper in the ear of what's going on. He's like, That's the it. name's Dalton. The name's Dalton. Yeah. <laughs> and also, he needs to have that. Squ- I almost said, "Welcome to Thunderdome." <laughs> the last twenty minutes, he goes nuts. It's weird seeing Patrick Swayze drop a bunch of f bombs. Wesley. <laughs> Yeah. And all the f bombs he drops, dude. He, he like he goes nuts. He went on a murder spree. Yeah. First he does the class. This is such an the, 80s trope. The driving the car. Such an 80s trope. <laughs> car comes across aggressively through the front yard, through like the garden, coming at everybody. They're all just rattling shots off, only to find out that the knife was stuck down on the floor pedal. The very knife. Oh my god. <laughs> they the guy puts back in his pocket the yeah. very knife that they killed his friend with. The one thing that always bothers me about this movie, he does a lot. The of, one thing he does a lot of uh, kicking away guns. Yeah. It seems like someone would see you winding up. Like, it never looks believable. It always takes me out when I'm like, oh, there's another the gun end of this end of this movie where everyone is murdered and yeah, throats are I ripped. Didn't see anything. Oh, my God. And then he's collecting the guns. And then here's the best part, too. I was thinking about this when I rewatched this the other day. So the police finally show up. Wesley has been shot 75 times. He's laying on the ground, gushing blood everywhere. The fat henchman, Tinker, Tinker is stuck under a polar bear. And he says, a polar bear fell on me. And all of these guys who just minutes earlier shot Wesley <laughs> start, laughing. start laughing. Yeah. Like, and like there's just no remorse. Like I went hunting for the first time about two years ago. Yeah. I went pheasant hunting. And like, even I, after killing the first bird was like, no, <laughs> I, felt, I was a little down. I was like laughing about it. Most of the wild, that last scene is based on a true story. What? Based on a, like a town that like murdered someone and everyone said, didn't see anything. And like, it just didn't go to court. Oh, I'm happy I don't live in that town. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Max, who is your pick to replace Dalton? Kiefer Sutherland, Young Guns, All Doc right. Skurlock. I like that. Yeah. I like that. And a dash of ace with the like countryness to him. Yeah. yeah and he's yeah, got the yeah. great hair. He's a physicality. You can tell in 24 later, he can actually, you know, kick some butt. I feel like he's got that kind of quiet, cool, but he can lose it too. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. It's a good pick. It is. Also, Kevin Costner, I thought was kind of a really? lame pick. American Flyers. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, it's not great. All right, Max. That's my third pick. <laughs> Time for me to round her out. Let's see. What do you have, Murtaugh? <laughs> I want to slap you so hard right now. Getting too old. Getting too old for this. I'm a cooler. <laughs> It's kind of funny. Oh, man. You can do a different dynamic. You know you know where I screwed up? You know who actually would have been really good? Can I, can I retract my rigs yeah. for uh, for Wade Garrett? Yeah, what do you want? You know who would have been better? Michael Keaton, Batman. That's really good. I just thought of that right now. Yeah. Michael Keaton, Batman would have been way better. That's awesome. He also could have done Dalton, but I think he would have been better as Wade Garrett because I love my Dalton. Yeah, he's got I, that voice, that gruffled voice. I love my Dalton. <laughs> what is it? I think you're going to love my Dalton, too. Val Kilmer, Iceman. Ooh, that's Top really Gun. Good. Yeah, he could do it. Totally could do it, right? Yeah. The cool, calm. He's got his rules that he's following. That's, yeah, you that's know, fantastic. I thought that would be really good. Yeah, that's that's really good. I knew. So I, I redeemed myself a little bit by the Michael Keaton swap out and yeah. then by going with Iceman. I mean, yeah, Val would make the whole backstory about like uh, Dalton's life and all. Right. And, yeah. The one time that the one time Iceman didn't follow the rules, yeah. he ripped a guy's throat out, <laughs> and it's still like haunting him to this day. Tortured soul. You never leave your wingman when you're ripping a throat out. Everybody yeah. knows that. Ooh. What if we did... And the physicality he could handle, too. Yeah. What if... Reverse this. What if you did Tom Cruise as Dalton and Val Kilmer as Wade? (laughs) That's outrageous. (laughs) 
The brain and, and Danny DeVito <laughs> as Wesley. Oh my God. <laughs> Danny DeVito as Wesley's pretty good. And and Rodney Dangerfield is the fat henchman. <laughs> oh jeez, I get no respect. The polar bear fell on me. Tommy, Cruz, my boy, come over here. <laughs> We went up All the wheels on the show are <laughs> rolling <laughs> off. Max, we have recasted this movie. This is really fun. I am going to try <laughs> to read back who I picked. Emmett, the guy who rented his place to Dalton. Max, who do you have? Robert Duvall, Tender yeah. Mercies. And I have Burgess Meredith Mick from Rocky Three. <laughs> Star out strong. Uh, Pat McGurn, the nephew of Brad Wesley and, the, it, and yeah. the bartender who was yeah. fired. Max, who do you have? Bill Paxton, Chet Weird Science. And I have the same. Bill Paxton, Chet Weird Science. Uh, Jack. Why did you just say it again? I don't know. I had to say it again. <laughs> Good call. Thank you. Jack, the fat bouncer. Love him. Who do you got, Max? Uh, Tony Ganos, Meat and Porkies. I got Spike Nolan, John Candy, Brewster's Millions. Morgan, the so glow permed bouncer who's got that wrong temperament for the job at the Double Deuce. Max, who do you got? John Masukas, One Crazy Stummer. Can Stay you say in. his name right? Name? It's not Masuko from, from Dexter. John Malako? Matusik. Matusak. Just call him Sloth. Sloth. <laughs> sloth. I pick Sloth. I pick Sloth as well. <laughs> Julie Michaels, my new favorite actress ever because she's in my two favorite movies, uh, who played the girlfriend of Brad Wesley. Max, who do you have? Nicolette Scorsese, Christmas Vacation. Kim Basinger, Nadia Gates, Blind Date. Carrie, the spunky waitress who can. <laughs> Max, <laughs> who do you have? Madonna from the classic Desperately Seeking Susan. a boy. I had Elizabeth Shue, Jordan Mooney from Cocktail. Max, Cody, the musician. Who do you have? Chris Christopherson. And he's from Big Top Pee Wee. <laughs> Dr. Teeth and the Electric <laughs> Mayhem from the Muppets Take Manhattan. Uh, Tinker, the Fat Henchman. Max, who do you have? Danny DeVito. Throw Mommy from the Train. Throw Mommy from the Train. <laughs> I'm getting tired. You are getting tired. I've got George Went, uh, Buster from Gung Ho. Max, who do you have for Red? Paul Newman, the Color of Mooney. I've got James G- <laughs> No, we have the same on this one, you liar. Well, I had to pick my backup. No, you didn't have to pick it. We, just, okay. I thought the others, we read the same one. You're okay. the same as me. James, James Gammon, Gammon, Major League. Give him the eater. <laughs> Jimmy, who'd you have? I had the night slasher, Brian Thompson, Cobra. I had Steven Seagal, Nico Toscani, <laughs> Above the Law. It's ridiculous. It's the best movie ever. Uh, Frank Tillman, who'd you have? <laughs> James Hampton, who's Howard, Harold Hound. <laughs> <laughs> Please continue. I'm letting this stay in. James Hampton, who played Harold Howard in Teen Wolf. There you go. One and two. Yeah. It's important to note. I had Ronnie Cox, Andrew Bogomil from Beverly Hills Cop 2. <laughs> Who'd you have for Doc? Uh, Catherine Mary Stewart, Gwen Saunders from Weekend at Bernie's. I had Sharon Stone from Police Academy 4, Citizens on Patrol, Claire Matson. Saying that makes me laugh. It really does. Brad Wesley, Max, who'd you have? Rutger Hauer, The Hitcher. I had Ricardo Montalban, Khan, Star Trek 2. <laughs> and Wade Garrett. Wade Garrett. Oh, here we go. You, Brian Brown, yeah. Roland Tyler. I had Mel Gibson, Martin Riggs from Lethal Weapon. <laughs> Man, and Max, who'd you have for Dalton? I had Kiefer Sutherland, Young Guns. <laughs> <laughs> and I had... And I closed it out strong with Val Kilmer, Iceman, <laughs> Top Gun. And that concludes our recasting of Roadhouse. <laughs> now's the perfect time for the Buzz in the Tower fan spotlight. Max, this week's Buzz in the Tower fan spotlight is with Tim Williams. Timmy! <laughs> he is the creator and host of the 80s flick 
flashback podcast. Please go to 80s flick. That's eight zero S flick flashback.com to check out his podcast. Love what they do. Really fun. Blockbusters to cult classics uh, from their childhood to lesser known treasures. Everything that was on cable TV, no matter which 80s flick they choose for each episode, they always have a lot of behind the scenes stories. So I'm actually really interested to see if he puts anything that he knows about Roadhouse because I feel like we covered everything, but you never know. They're like our cousins. They're just like excellent 80s pop culture podcast. Why aren't they our brothers? I don't know. That's yeah, brother. I we say brother from another mother all the time. So cousin from a different. Tim's awesome. Tim is a good dude. Uh, you can also support the show by following them on social media, and you will find them on all podcast platforms, all social media platforms. Just look for '80s Flick Flashback. I'm interested to see what Tim had to say, so why don't we go to it? Hello, Buzz in the Tower. Thanks so much for allowing me to be a part of your Buzz in the Tower fan spotlight for this episode. I have been given the task of giving my offerings for recasting Roadhouse, which, when I got the message from Max, is easier said than done. Oh my goodness, I'm not even going to touch Patrick Swayze or Sam Elliott. I'm going to leave that to the professionals, which is you guys, because you guys always do such a great job on these. So, I'm going to pick one person that I thought of somewhat immediately when I went back and rewatched Roadhouse to prepare myself for this uh, assignment. I'm going to recast Ben Gazzara as Brad Wesley. And I'll say at first, he was giving me kind of those Belloc vibes from Raiders of the Lost Ark, but then it hit me. I was like, nope, I, I know who could be better in this role. I'm going Robert Loja as Jason Cutler from Over the Top. Rich, entitled, just a bully who wants to keep a hardworking man down and forcing him to leave town and never come back, being separated from the person that he loves. So, And he's got that voice, that iconic Robert Loja voice that I think would have been perfect for this role. So I do have a little bonus because I wasn't sure if she would make your cast because she has such a small role really at the beginning of the movie. Uh, but if we were able to see the three plus hour original cut, sources say she had a much bigger role. Uh, but I'm talking about Kathleen Wilhoyt as Carrie. She's a first waitress that Dalton meets and kind of befriends him. They have a nice little scene in his little loft place where he lives. But if I was going to recast Carrie, I would recast her with Meg Ryan as Carol, Goose's wife in Top Gun. Once again, another small role, but significant role. The thick, southern drawl, positive personality, and they both sing in the movie. Of course, Carrie sings with uh, Jeff Healy in the band in one of the scenes in Roadhouse. And, of course, Meg Ryan sings with Goose and Maverick at the bar in Top Gun. So that's what I got. I hope these are worthy offerings to bring to the altar of Buzz in the Tower, Max and Mo. Thanks so much for having me. I hope we can do it again. Robert Loja. Robert. It's ah for Robert. <laughs> it's Man after my thing. own heart. I told you yeah. about the waitress, so yeah. I'm glad to hear that it was confirmed by our genius friend Tim that she played a larger role in the bigger cut. You nailed cut. it. Meg Ryan would have been great. She would have been great. Yeah. With Iceman. We did a lot. Of, we went Top Gun heavy we, today. We did. I think we're hankering for the Maverick 2. A hanker for a hunk of cheese. Have you ever seen that commercial? <laughs> yeah. That's the 80s. No, that's May like 27th. No, everyone out there, I'm going to call them all out. For Maverick, I want to wear full Air Force gear, like with aviators. When we go to see the movie? Yeah, and he won't do it. No, I won't. Come on. No, you're good. Don't worry yeah. about it. We're good. Max, that wraps the show. Uh, at this time, I'd like to remind everyone that if you are not supporting our Patreon. We're going to strangle some cats. <laughs> Jesus, Max. What? Why we rip their throats out? That sounds even better. For Roadhouse. Oh, we'll Roadhouse. Them, we'll, we'll kill them in the method of what movie we're talking about that week. Listen, <laughs> if you like Roadhouse, there's no reason that you shouldn't be supporting our Patreon. Yeah. 
patreon.com slash buzz in the tower additionally follow, the cats. follow us on social follow us on social media at buzz in the tower like follow subscribe i got nothing else this is a great episode it's always a pleasure to spend time with uh, old max sanders my uh, my mijo so even though dalton said pain don't hurt my back hurts yeah you're pain you're, does hurt. you've been you did a good job i know today's been rough on you and i also know you're a giant baby so the combination <laughs> of those two things is never a good thing for you i got powered by roadhouse you did roadhouse can get you through the day it's been known to save lives i've read articles about it max how do you want 10 years of your life watch roadhouse every day max how do you how do you want to close out the episode um when a man sticks a gun in your face you got two choices you can die or you can kill the mother (laughs) why would you think you could say that i don't know you told me to say the line (laughs) i have to bleep why would you think you could do that i can't i'm not all right on that note great great work great great work max we'll see you all next week you're still here it's over go home go